I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Several years ago, I met up with a mentor of mine, and we went out to lunch at this place, uh, Yard House. If anybody knows Yard House, they've got you know the big brewery, they've got like all the pipes in the ceiling and everything, and um, and and you know tons on the menu, a lot, a big, big, big menu. So I, I get to Yard House and I sit down in one of the booths with the the guy that I'm meeting with, and I'm flipping through the the menu trying to figure out what. I should order. Uh, waiting for waiting for him to get there, actually. And so I'm going through and, and trying to you know figure out my order. And so he sits down, doesn't open the menu, and when the the waiter comes over, he says, you know, what what can I get for you guys? And and I order, you know, from page seven in the menu or whatever it is, and and uh, and and pick whatever I want. And Dave, the the guy I was with, looks over at the waiter and he says, Do you have salad? Like maybe a kale salad, and the guy said, "Yeah, yeah, we've got a kale salad." And he said, "Do you have salmon?" And he said, "Yeah, we've got salmon." And he said, "Perfect, I'll have salmon on a kale salad." <laughs> and the guy walked away. And I looked at him, and I was like, "Oh, do you do you come here a lot?" And he's like, "No." I said, "Well, how'd you order without the menu?" He said, "I don't know. It's a restaurant. They probably have those ingredients. Like I, that's what I that's what I wanted." And I thought it was so funny that he just sat down and ordered without the menu. So maybe some of you out there are cool and you do that too. And and uh, maybe that's a trick for you if you're meeting with someone else, if you want to seem cool, because I was so impressed. But the story that I got there was about decision fatigue. And so he and I talked about making decisions. And, and a lot of those things have stuck with me through today. And so when you think about decisions, there are some decisions you make that can take a lot of time. That can take a lot of analysis, a lot of effort. You don't want to mess it up. And then there's other decisions you make that are simple. There's not a lot of risk of failure. Or if it does fail, it doesn't have a big ripple effect in your company. Now, when you have decision fatigue or decision paralysis, or if anyone on your team does, what I would urge you to think about is whether they're overthinking and over-preparing for simple decisions. If you can take some of that fatigue away and take some of that stress away from the simple decisions, it leaves a lot more bandwidth and energy for the more complicated decisions. So let's talk through two kinds of decisions. And I don't remember where I heard this. If anybody knows, uh, has heard this before uh, and, and wants to give credit to someone, please let me know. But I didn't make up this analogy, but there is a difference between an airplane decision and a helicopter decision. And I think it's so smart. So think about this. Think about a helicopter, how it flies. It takes off straight up in the air and then it can land exactly and precisely where it started. So very easy to go up and down. Uh, if you go up and realize you forgot your cell phone, you come right back down, you grab your phone. Actually, fun story, I was in Arkansas a few weeks ago and I actually got to fly a helicopter, which was so cool. Uh, I flew it around for, uh, I don't know, maybe five minutes or so that I had the controls, but so easy to just you know move. It's like a joystick of a, a video game. But the point here is that a helicopter can go up and it can go down in the same exact place. Whereas when you think about an airplane taking off, the airplane needs to have a, 
enormous runway. And so you back up the plane and you call into the tower and you, you, uh, you get in line and you've got to be going straight and you have to have at least a certain amount of space in front of you. And when you take off and you go up, now imagine you forgot something, you forgot your cell phone or you needed to go back if you're the pilot. Well, if you're in an airplane, you have to go on this big loop, you know, this approach around the airport. And so you go out and you take a, you bank right, and then you, you flatten out and you loop back around 360 degrees until you can finally see the runway. You come back down on the runway, but you get what I'm saying. It's a big process and it's different than a helicopter. And so when you apply that analogy of those two experiences to decisions, there are some decisions that we make that are really easy to undo. There are some decisions that you can try, you can experiment, and it really doesn't affect anything else. And so, you know, a really simple decision that you might make is like what song to play at the company meeting. A more complex decision that you might make could be rolling out a new product or a new service that you just want to try. You know, it's a beta test. It's an experiment. And because you're not rolling this out to all of your existing customers, you're just testing it. If it doesn't work, it might be very easy to roll back. And now you don't have to do this thing again. You no longer offer this product. And so stores do this all the time. They'll test retail uh, products on their shelves and they'll order a sampling of those products and they'll see if they, there's, uh, if they turn over, if, they, if people buy the products. And if they do, then they play, place a bigger order with whoever the manufacturer is. So that is a helicopter decision because there's very little risk. Now on the the contrast to this would be a airplane decision, something that takes a long time to turn around. And so I'll give you an example from Trainual. So an a, a airplane decision for us might be changing all of our pricing for new and existing customers. So a lot of thought and effort goes into that. A lot of research goes into that. Our finance team and our accounting team is thinking about it. We're thinking about the tax implications. Our sales team is debating you know, what we charge on a per user basis and what features are in which plans based on all the conversations that they're having. Our customer success team is thinking about the support that tickets will come through and how we're explaining any kind of price changes. Uh, our product team is thinking about how do we deliver this experience in our app to existing customers. Then we've got to think about the marketing website and how we display pricing. We got to think about the, the sales decks and proposals and demos that we give. And if we were to change pricing, and roll it out through all of those different departments, then you can imagine how it's a little difficult to just instantly roll that back. We've got people on annual contracts. We've got people that are you know, upgrading. We've got people that are in a trial and kind of caught in between old and new pricing or people that have been to the website and looking at it for months before they're buying that are disappointed about the price change. Very complex decision. And so for a decision like that in your business, you're going to put a lot more energy into it, a lot more analysis. There'll be a lot more people that are involved in that decision. And to avoid paralysis, I would say my suggestion is break it down into smaller milestones. When are we going to do this price study by? Uh, when are we going to have a certain meeting with the leadership team to identify all the problems? When are we going to beta test this with a couple customers and get their feedback? When are we going to you know, update pricing for 100 customers or something like that. By breaking it into milestones, you can avoid the paralysis of this one huge looming decision in your business. And you can make sure that along the way, you're testing and you're, you're collecting uh, a feedback loop to see how you're doing. 
But if it's a short, easy decision that's you're able to undo, then you don't have to put so much analysis and so much stress into it. And I think this is important to communicate to our teams too, because some people on the team might just be predisposed to want a lot of data and a lot of time to analyze something and a lot of you know research. And they're uh, rooted, they're rooted in that data because they don't want to fail. And so if someone understands that the company has this appetite for failure, that it's okay to make short mistakes and roll them back, then they can spend less time being paralyzed by these decisions. So helicopter decisions, airplane decisions, and then communication to your team about this philosophy, because what you're really trying to get at is what's the worst that could happen with this decision? Who else is this going to impact in the company, other departments, uh, other people? And if it's easy to roll back, if it's easy to undo, don't put so much stress and so much time into overthinking it. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.